If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, July 19th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I'm grateful for air conditioning for obvious reasons. <laughs> My name, I don't know why that sounded so hearty, didn't it? <laughs> oh, your laugh? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. It was, it, it was visually hot. Yes, yesterday. It and I think that there's a pollution warning, so I don't know if this is the Canadian fires, fires or whatever, but it was just hazy and we've got it easy. I we do have it easy. I have a question. And um, I was I was going to say in the southwest it's 120 regularly. Oof. Um, my question is, so I have an Apple watch and it tells me on days where, you know, it says unhealthy for sensitive groups and it gives a number. I don't really understand what the number on the scale means. Does it mean that it's pollution? Does it mean that it's natural smoke? Does it mean anything? I don't know what makes the air quality. I'm sure it's just contaminants. Bad. Just contaminants. Just I don't think the source. And why only in the summer? Well, what do you mean? Why? Well, because you don't get air quality alerts in the winter. You would if there was a big, there's a tire factory that caught on fire. Mm. But I think the stillness of the air, the humidity, and the all, I think, I don't know. I mean, I'm making that stuff up. but I, I never just, noticed it until Apple started adding it to my watch. And now I'm like, hmm. I wonder what the scale is. Like, I have no concept of what the scale is. I I would guess it's just stuff. Now, it might be, you know, a couple of updates from now, they might be able to say, but I don't think it matters. If you're a sensitive group person, I don't think it matters if it's, if it's a fire. Yeah. Or if it's like a, what do you call it? Forest fire. Mm -hmm. Or if it's a tire factory. Yeah. I think they're both unsafe for you. For me? No, for people, for sensitive. Oh, but now here's the other question is I was wondering, am I in a sensitive group now? Um, I would say yes. I don't know. Why, uh, these are things you should talk to your doctor about. I don't know. I, <laughs> I think you're probably in a more sensitive group, but I don't think, it, I don't think you should, I don't think you need to go avoid being outside. I also don't think you should spend 12 hours outside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. I do think I'm spending less time outside this summer. This might be my first summer ever without any tan, like zero, it's nothing. Been, it's been too miserable. Well, and for the first half of the summer, you were wearing patches that was it estrogen or something, mm-hmm. something hormonal. So you couldn't get in the pool. And how terrible is that? Just to be hot. To go to the pool and not be, why would you be outside? Yeah, that's true. That's true. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for good friends. I have two fantastic stories. One of them is a cautionary tale and one of them is a parenting strategy. Which one would you like first? I want the cautionary tale because I have one too, by the way. A friend of mine was telling me this story And there's a twist. There's a plot twist at the end. He checked his bank account. I think he got a call from his bank. And they said, hey, did you write a check for, I don't know, 4,500 bucks or something, a significant amount? And he said, 
no, I did not. And they and they, and they said, okay, well, here's the we're going to send you the image of the check. We think that you have been hacked or scammed oh, or whatever. Bummer. Well, here's the deal. He he wrote a check to a charity of all things and put it in his mailbox by the curb with the little flag up. And then a week later, he gets this phone call from the bank. Clearly, it's called check washing. Have you heard of it? No. It's some process where they can dissolve the ink that's on the check and then they fill in their own name. And they've changed the dollar amount. So it was still my friend's signature, but the dollar amount had been changed from $100 to $4,500. That is some catch me if you can stuff. And the payer had been changed to whatever, from whatever charitable organization that he was making a contribution to, to a person's name. And then he did a Google search and was able to find the person. Right. So he's telling this story and I'm fascinated by it because one, I said to him, who writes checks? Right. Right. Yeah. And that was number one. And he's, and he's said that he's not going to anymore because he had to go, he had to file a police report in order to even think about getting the money back. So he had to go to the, so the police officer or the investigator or the fraud person, whoever it was, said, never write a check again, you know? And, and, uh, my buddy said, you're right. I will never put a check in the mail again. And the, and the guy said, no, just don't write checks. There's so many other options for transferring money. Yeah. 100% of them are more secure than a paper check. Yeah. So then he said, well, I, I Googled the guy's name and I found his Facebook page and all this other stuff. The, the guy, the police officer said that you're not, you know, reel it in Sherlock. It's, you didn't discover anything. They stole that person's identity. Oh my gosh. To create the bank account in order to put the washed checks through. And then the third thing he said was, and this is the, the warning or whatever, the check wasn't stolen out of his outgoing mail. He doesn't. The police officer said. Okay. It was most likely not stolen from your outgoing mail. It was probably stolen at the post office. What? Because if you work at the post office and you're a criminal, you know that any small, you know, thin envelope going to a charity is a check. Any card that's being sent uh, during a non-holiday time likely contains some sort of check, especially if the outside of the card is festive. Mm. So all of these red flags are going up and and uh, the cop was like, yeah, don't mail anything. The post office is a mess right now. So that's crazy. That's where they're stealing stuff. I, oh, that kind of blows my mind. And I feel like that's a super felony, by the way, especially if you well, it is. are you, well tampering with mail is, yeah. is if, I mean, the financial stuff aside, that well, sounded it's, really dumb. It's mail, mail fraud, whatever, mail thieving, stealing, thieving, stealing the mail. It's bank fraud. Yeah. And it's theft, right? And then it's identity theft. 
But isn't it probably couldn't you get some stuff added to you for doing it on government property? Because post offices, you do any crime there. I feel like it's like, yeah, it's magnified 30 times because you're on government property. If they catch the person. Right. That is wild. Yeah. So. But also I'm sure that they're not in the business of like setting up really intense surveillance on post office offices, you know, like, um, (laughs) cause well, this, they're struggling. This suggest I Googled it and it was all of this information is accurate. If you do need to mail a check, right? So if you want to send a gift to somebody in check form, put it in a larger envelope with a magazine or something. Yeah. You know, or mm-hmm. a small catalog, like a junk mail catalog. Just put something in there and put it in a non-typical sized envelope mm-hmm. and never write anything on the outside of the envelope. No writing happy birthday. No happy birthday. No congratulations. No happy graduation. No, take your take yourself out for something nice. Yeah. And they even went so far to say, if you, you know, want to spend a few extra bucks, put whatever festive thing you want to put in a priority mail envelope because yeah. that gets processed differently. It gets handled by fewer people. So anyway, there's a, there's a tip. So that's the you want to hear my fraud thing oh, yeah. that I learned yesterday? Yeah. Okay. I learned that there are now criminals who are saying, oh, could I borrow your phone? You know, my I've heard whatever. about okay? this. Yes. And what they do is when they get your phone, they go to like your Venmo or your Zelle or whatever app that you have that you can send money and they send themselves money. Yep. So if you are someone, I would say probably like, well, cause you have to have your phone unlocked. So your face, would you, I would say face, do face recognition on all your apps, right? Do, do all apps have face recognition? Cause here's the way I think Ooh, I don't know. the scam works is you're somewhere mm-hmm. and somebody comes up to you and says, I am so sorry, but my phone is completely dead. Could I use your phone real quick to, to call my whoever? Or text. Yeah. My mom or whoever yeah. just to tell them where I am. And then they do the transactions, but you would have to unlock the phone to hand it to them. And if, I mean, if it, if it happened on a dimly lit street, I don't think I would do it, but I don't know if I'm in line at the grocery store. Yeah. Wouldn't you let somebody? Of course they would. Right. Which is such a bummer for the people doing this because what happened to just doing something nice for someone else? Like this is why people are hesitant to be nice to other people. Yeah. So. So so number one, put the thing. Number two, I guess you just can't let people use your phone. I guess. All right. So that's um, number one or whatever. Story number one. Story number two is uh, a great plan being unhatched by some parents to teach their embarrassed slash ungrateful kids a lesson. Okay. They're going to a friend's restaurant next week for dinner. So it's mom, dad, and the three kids. And the three kids have become increasingly vocal about calling mom and dad Karens using the figure mm-hmm. quote, you know, yeah. um, Because if they have an experience at a restaurant or anywhere that's not, that doesn't meet the expectation, they say something about it. They're not, they're not, I hate using the phrase Karen, 
word Karen. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. They're not high maintenance about it or whatever. But if they order a a, a dinner with fries and it comes out with with sweet potato fries, it comes out with regular fries. They say, hey, we ordered the sweet potato right. fries. Right. And he said it was the the guy who's telling me the story said it's a direct result of putting themselves on a budget as now they have three kids and all, mm-hmm. all this, and, the, and they say our money's, I don't know. It feels like it's worth more now. Yeah. So we don't want to, we just want to get our money's worth. And I totally understand that. Well, the kids get so embarrassed by it. So they're going to an acquaintance's restaurant and the restaurant is under strict instructions to completely destroy the kid's meal. So the kids order Cokes, bring Sprites. The kids order cheeseburgers, bring one of them chicken tenders. Don't bring the other two anything at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, if they get uh, whatever side salads, bring them applesauce. It doesn't matter, but mom and dad's meal is going to be flawless. Right. The kid's meal is going to be completely destroyed, and they're going to wait for the kids to say, uh, aren't you going to say anything? That's awesome. Yeah. I don't think it'll work, but it would be fun to watch. Yeah. And and I think mom and dad are having a great time strategizing it. Well, and it would be funny to say, because if Ellie said something like that, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Why don't you tell the server? Right. I think that's like forcing the kid to. Right. And then they could say, oh, you're being such a Karen. Right. You're being such a Karen about it. I today am ordering Ellie's backpack for next year. And I'm doing something, first of all, back to school makes me so excited. This is my favorite time of the year at Target because they have all the school supplies, all the stuff. Not only doesn't need anything, she's not going to have a school supply list, but I do want to get her a bigger backpack because hers is so tiny. Um, She's just been too little to carry anything, but like a super tiny one. So I'm going to get her backpack. And she hasn't really had to carry anything. Well, she has, you know, in preschool, you have to send like a change of clothes her lunch, a couple diapers, a couple diapers, but that, but up until she started going to longer days, she didn't even have a lunch. She had a Ziploc baggie with some crackers some in animal, it for lunch, some animal yeah. crackers and, and three chopped up strawberries. Yeah. So I am really excited. I wish that she needed something. Like I wish that we were at the point where it was like, okay, bring one set of markers. Cause that is peak happiness for Callie Dollar. It is something that I love. Getting the school supply list was so much fun in grade school. Um, And that's not going to happen, but I am taking delight in picking out a backpack for Ellie. I was, so when you said, when I saw you showing Ellie the backpacks, I was shocked that you were not doing some sort of grand tour of Target, then Walmart, then, you know, wherever else, Office, Here's why I'm not max five below, whatever, doing some sort of right afternoon of when it comes to school supply shopping, when there's a list, we're definitely going to do that. I am still, and some people will judge me for this. And some people are like, no, I totally get it. You know how I feel about having ugly things in my house, in my space. Like I'll give in a little bit. But what I did was the reason why I didn't want to go to Target is because then it's a free for all. And then she's just going to say, I want, I want, I want, I want. So what I did is I picked out my favorites that I thought were cute. Yeah. I picked out like six yeah. and then I let her see them all. And then she chose the one she wanted. But she wouldn't have picked out ugly stuff. She has very cute taste. 
Well, you might have ended up with three backpacks instead of yeah one. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm so I'm doing that. She picked it out. It's very adorable. Um, and I'm doing something that I didn't think that I was going to do. I've actually said on the show I would never ever do this as a parent, and now here we are. But I'm putting her name on her backpack. Like I'm getting her name in embroidered on the backpack. And I said, I would never do that because I feel like it can be predatory, you know, for kids. Like if you're walking to school, yeah. Like I don't want someone driving, you know, if she were walking to school, I wouldn't want someone driving up to her and saying, Hey Ellie. I think it's fine at age three. Well, her school, she walks 10 feet from our car to the door. And the only, the thing that it does is helps her teachers with which lunch is hers. Yeah. I think you're fine. I understand the, the concern about that, but I think until she's of an age where the backpack might be used for something else. Right. Like for, for example, she's not going to go to the, take that backpack to the zoo. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But fast forward, a co- they don't do field trips or anything. Right. And fast forward a couple of years, then it might become. Well, and in a couple of years, she won't need her name on her backpack because she'll know and she'll be independent. Yeah. Her teacher won't be helping her as much. Um, and I noticed that at one point this year, Ellie has two little backpacks that people gave us as gifts, um, baby gifts, actually, which is a cute baby gift idea. Um and one of them has her name, one of them doesn't. And I noticed on the one that doesn't, when we send that one to school, it came back with a um, a piece of tape on it that said Ellie. Uh, so I think it just helps the teachers out to be able to see. Um, where was your uh, school shopping destination when you had to do school supplies? I cannot remember. I think it was Target, but Target wasn't a big thing. I mean, it's not like it was today. Mine was Kmart. Mm, Kmart. It was Kmart. Why can't I remember this? I don't think maybe some of it as I got older was like Office Depot because teachers would ask for really specific stuff. Like you have to have, you know, lined paper, but it has to be like a certain width, you know, stuff like that. So I think part of it was probably Office Depot, but I think, I think Target, I would assume. I mean, it was, it was Target, Walmart or Kmart, right? What other... We didn't have any of the three near us. I think Target was probably the closest. How great would it be to go back in time to when you got your very first paycheck and know exactly what to do with that? How much gets spent on fun stuff? How much goes in the bank for short-term emergency fund savings? And how much gets invested for your future? If you are getting your very first paycheck this summer... You've got an opportunity to jumpstart an amazing, healthy financial journey. And parents, you can help your kids with this. When you sign up for Chime and link a qualifying direct deposit, you get access to benefits like getting paid up to two days early and fee-free overdraft up to $200. And with Chime, there are no monthly fees, no minimum balance requirements, and no deposit required to become a member. Sign up for your Chime checking account today to link your paycheck. It only takes about two minutes. Doesn't affect your credit score. So you get started right now at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank 
NA or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC, early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits do apply. See chime.com slash spot me, S-P-O-T-M-E. I've not given an update in a while, and it's one of the more frequent questions that I get mm-hmm. or that comes up on Instagram messages, direct mm-hmm. messages. I think my grass turned out really well. Oh my gosh. Your grass turned out super well. I'm shocked by how well it turned out. I'm looking at it right now. So our house, we were in the studio in the house right now. And behind me sits the window that overlooks our backyard. It looks really good. It was patchy for a second, but you filled in the patches. It's still patchy, but they sell um, for this brand of, I don't know, whatever the brand of, Grassy seed, is yeah. same. It's the same color bag with the same font. You know what I mean? Same mm-hmm. family. Um, they sell a, a blend of seed and fertilizer. And I think it's even topsoil that if you have a couple of holes, you just sprinkle that over it. So you're not reseeding it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to get that. I've just been hesitant because of the temperature. So is there a time? Cause you did a little research on this. Is there a time of the year that's, Good. Like, are you out of time to fix it? Okay. So we should pause right now. No, fixing it is fine, but planting the whole, I shouldn't have even planted it in the spring. Everybody, everything that I read said the fall. Okay. So it already committed after the fall come and gone, but I wanted Ellie to have a lawn. So if your grass or your backyard space or whatever is driving you crazy, pause until the fall. And then what you go into home Depot and you ask somebody and they'll just direct you to exactly what you need. I didn't ask anybody. I did the oh, I just thought that there was I was just, hoping you had some wisdom to pass on to someone else. Oh no, it's just not as hard. It's definitely not as hard as I thought it was. And you're really glad you didn't pay someone to do it. You're so glad. All right. Here are your three <laughs> random things for today. Uh, this is fascinating, but your feet continue to grow in both length and width throughout your life, increasing by up to one full shoe size between the ages of 20 and 50. What? Now, I am... Have yours? I believe they have. And here's why. My mind is blown right now. I know, but I have, for as long as I can remember, worn either an 11 or 11 and a half shoe, depending on whatever. The brand, yeah. Yeah. The 11 and a half, and I've worn an 11 and a half Mizuno brand running shoe for 12 years now. Ever since I did the triathlon, I've worn it and they've started to get tighter. Okay. And I just started to want, maybe they changed their sizing policy or whatever, but now it makes sense. Uh, it It's not necessarily growing. It's just that by the time you're 45, 50 years old, You've probably put 70,000 miles on your feet. So they just get squished. Hmm. You know, it just happens. Yeah. Yep. Your second random thing for today is if you feel like you might have seasonal depression, um, but you're like, well, it's not winter. So I definitely don't have seasonal depression. You could be wrong. People get blues in the summer and it's actually very common. And in the winter, seasonal depression signs are sleeping a lot, eating a lot. You know, I think we all kind of, do that a little more in the winter, but in the summer, people can feel really agitated and like overcharged. And that's a sign of 
seasonal depression in the summer. If you feel super restless and anxious, if you're eating less um, or if you're having trouble sleeping, that could be a sign that you have seasonal depression in the summer. Maybe I have that, but I just really think it's it's a temperature related cabin fever. I think I get, yeah, either cabin fever or when it rains, I get really dead. (laughs) I used to have a therapist or a psychiatrist that would say, do you feel blue? Like I would feel so, if if there's like seven good days of rain, I just feel so blue, so down in the dumps. Here is your third random thing for today. Uh, You'll be thrown out of a Disney park if you bring in uh, cremated human remains. (gasps) Because people are putting their ashes. People want to be scattered at Disney World or Disneyland at the Disney parks. And that's not cool. So if Disney sees that, you'll be thrown out and you'll get banned. Now, I only pulled that story because I do know someone whose mom is in It's a Small World. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she just loved Disney and the family. It was a big bonding thing that they did. Uh and so he rode It's a Small World with his mom and in the middle of the ride, poured her out into the water. I think a lot of people do that, which is kind of. I mean, it's fine. I don't care. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a dead people party at that ride. I am shocked that Disney does not have a Disney themed cemetery with as many people as are obsessed with Disney, like our producer Jessica would 1000% be buried at a Disney cemetery. Well, you wouldn't get buried. Wouldn't you just get frozen like Walt Disney did? He got frozen? Yeah, he froze himself. Really? Yeah, because whatever, he's convinced that 100 years from now or whatever, the disease that he had that mm-hmm. was that was going to kill him would be curable. So he would just get thawed out. Hmm. Interesting. Those are your three random things. Well, I guess it's four if you count frozen Walt. Thanks for listening to the Upside Pass Cast. Peace to you. Hey, Kelly and Joe, this is Lisa. I've been a listener since the beginning. I was so upset by some of the voicemails that are being left about this is not the upside, this should be called sideways, and about the potty train drama. Like, come on, guys. This is a community of upsiders. And why all the negative voicemails? I just don't get it. Kelly uh, and Jeff, we really appreciate you sharing your life with us. I look forward to it every day. I feel like we're friends. I met Jeff once, never met Kelly, but I feel like I'm friends with you guys because I know so much about your life, and I love it. Um, I listen to you guys every day on the way to work, and I'm so proud of you. You guys started with a podcast. Jeff starts from getting fired to a podcast, which now Kelly is on full-time. And you guys have a whole 1022, you know, all these podcasts. I'm so proud of you guys have an office and another office. And it's, it's amazing all while, you know, starting a family. So I just wanted to say kudos to you guys. I'm so proud of you. I appreciate you guys bringing your lives to us every day. Thanks. Love you guys. Have a great day. Hey, guys. It's T-Bird. All right. Golden Bachelor. Let's talk about this. Is there going to be a Golden Bachelorette? And what exactly does golden mean? Do I have to be a certain age? Because, you know, your girl here would be a really good bachelorette. I'm clearly too old for the regular bachelorette. 
But, like, maybe this golden one. I mean, let's look into that. How much fun would that be? If we could get everyone to call in and say, she'd be the best. She'd be the best. We have the best listeners who would all call in. I would get it. And then I could travel all over the world and, like, kiss a bunch bunch of old men, which sounds kind of gross. And then at the end of it, I'd be like, ah, actually, I like my single life. Sorry. (laughs) I'm going to look into this. Okay. Love y'all. Bye. Hey, Jeff. I just heard about your burger recipe, and I am highly recommending that you go to Publix at the deli station and order, I think it's called caramelized onion cheese. It is so amazing. Try a slice and then get some for your burgers. It will change your life. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Abby. I just was calling in response to the person who was talking about the drama of the potty training and how ridiculous it is. And while that may be true that her kids and her kids' kids just did it, uh, my potty training experience was just as dramatic. Uh, with both of my children. So you are not alone. You've got this. Just keep pushing through. Have a good day. Bye.